Another edition of the Morning After Podcast, a very special edition. Actually, Jenny, I know that there's a little part of you that you enjoy doing these podcasts, but you can't wait till for what's happening right after the podcast is over. Uh, I'm getting my new teeth today. Yeah, I'm so excited about it. Um, I can't remember if we talked about the teeth on the podcast. I don't, I don't recall. We I don't have think yet. we have. But the long story short is that I had a couple of incidents with my front teeth growing up, two pretty traumatic injuries and so I have two crowns not not both of the front teeth it's it's the right front tooth and then the tooth next to that right I'm sure that tooth has a name I just don't know what it's called and so um, I've had these crowns on it for like 20 years and they're just getting kind of they just don't look good anymore so yeah. I I'm getting new ones and I had to go and get fitted for them and blah 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 and they have to like get the color right and whatever and so I, I've had these temporaries in which they have not fallen out I am very grateful I was expecting to get hit in the eye by your temporary I was fully expecting the temporaries to fall out, but they did not. And so I go today to get my permanent crowns and I'm very excited. Congratulations. for me. Hey, it's just an exciting time for you um, and not to get too cheesy, but I'm actually very proud of you Thank as you. a human being right now. I mean, like the, the teeth are one thing, but I know that um, you had reached a point not too long ago where, I mean, you are the furthest thing from obese ever, but you had reached a point where you were kind of looking at your body and going, hey, you know, this isn't what it used to be. And you, you set a goal and girl... Rocking it. Crushing it. Let's go, Jenny. No, and I mean, I'll just keep it totally real because it's, it's what we do. I never had to worry about dieting for most of my life. And I'm not saying that in some kind of a braggy way. I'm just telling you, I was blessed with some good metabolism. And so I never had to think about what I ate. I ate whatever I wanted. And I was just lucky not to gain weight from it. And then, you know, the 40s hit. And I swear, everything just changes. You know, women, you know, your body just changes. And, you know, after having kids, your body changes. Right. Um, but I... You know, again, and I and I think I felt weird being like, I've got to go on a diet because I know compared to some people, I am not obese and I am not, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't have hundreds of pounds to lose, but I definitely had 20 pounds to lose mm-hmm. and I definitely wanted to lose 20 pounds. And so for me, that was a big deal. And that was something that I really wanted to do. So I set the goal and I started the 75 soft challenge. If you're familiar with 75 hard, I felt like that was too hard. I felt like that was, you know what I, why I didn't, not because I didn't think I could I don't know how to say this. I didn't want to set myself up for failure. Mm -hmm. I wanted to give myself some grace. I knew it was summertime and that we were going on vacation. I had a couple of trips planned, actually. And I thought, I don't want to... I don't want to set myself up to fail because part of what I wanted to get rid of was my all or nothing mentality because mm-hmm. you know, you've know you seen it. I'm either all in on a diet and I'm eating healthy or I am all out. And when I'm all out, I mean, I am eating pancakes and donuts and junk for days. I really enjoy that, Jenny. I know you do. But I also know that it's, you know, that that's not going to help you in in the long run. And I, but I, I remember even telling you when you were all in, I'm like, you know, like Jenny, we can go get a pancake today and then just have a healthy lunch, healthy dinner. And like, and, and that you said it, and that's a logical thing. People know that. And some people can live like that. I have never been like that. Yeah. I have always been, well, if I cheat once, that's it. May as well. Just, it's over back on the unhealthy train. And you're finally not that way. I'm not anymore. that way anymore. And so, and really what proved it to me and why I wanted to start this diet in the summer when there are events and concerts and vacations and whatever, because I wanted to test myself to see if I could really do this. And I did it. I mean, you know, I will have a cheat day. This weekend, I'm going to give you a perfect example. I hosted your wife's baby shower on Saturday. Thank you. You're very welcome. But I I ate shower food and cupcakes that day. Uh, That night, I had an event with my husband, and we drank and had... 
I mean, just like I had buffalo mac and cheese. Like, what in the world? We had all kinds of goodies. And then the next day, I was, Sunday, I was pretty good all day. But by Sunday night, I thought, you know, we should really cap this weekend off with another round of Andes. Because I failed to mention that I had Andes on Saturday night as well. Happens. Whatever. So it was a crazy weekend of eating. But I was really proud of myself. And that's when I realized I've conquered this all or nothing. Because I got right back on Monday. Here we are Wednesday. And I'm... I'm on. I'm yeah, in. water and salad has pretty much been all that's been in your body the last three days. People actually have been messaging and asking what I have been eating. And I'm going to tell you right now, I am not a doctor, nutritionist, dietitian. I do not know anything <laughs> about anything. I literally made this crap up, but it is working for me. And I did post it on Facebook and Instagram at Jenny Matthews on Air if you want to see it, if you are just look Because you know what, for me, you know people that are like, they count their macros. Do you even know what that means? I don't know what a macro is. I don't want to know what a macro I, is. Honestly, and I mean, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be stupid here, but I really don't know what it is. And also, I don't. I didn't want to be on something where I was counting and. I, yeah, I just want to eat healthier. Yeah, and like, don't. Yeah, and don't tell me to eat like um. You've got to have kale and uh, quinoa. And I, I'm just giving you some fancy terms there, but it's like no. I just want stuff that I am going to eat because I like it. So I made up a diet based on that. I'm trying to. I need to start the commitment, and I need to just force myself to. Maybe I'll go to Hy-Vee today. Uh, but I just like if I would, st- I just want to like, eat salads for lunch. You should. Like ju- I think even just that one little thing, yeah. and I'm get I'll, maybe I'll get some fat free ranch instead of some regular. Well, ranch. let me tell you, Carrie Underwood has a great book. Um, I forget the name of it now. It's a great book, and it's all about her fitness and um, and her health and her life and how she you know kind of transformed from a, a crazy eater into a very healthy eater. She's she's over the top. I think she's vegetarian. Well, and she's got maybe the, vegan, and, and then also she's got the money to where she can. Because one of the hardest parts of it is the food tastes like shit. A hundred percent. And but but with Carrie, she can hire a, a, a chef that makes. I remember they offered this vegetarian item at our wedding. Mm-hmm. And this place we went to was we had a wedding in a pretty world class venue, and like the vegetarian item tasted was probably amazing. Tasted almost as good as the chicken. I went with chicken because I was like, let's go. But. No, but I'm with you, and that I think if I had a personal chef to whip me up, I could probably be a vegetarian. Sure. I mean, just but it would have to be something you know remotely tasty, whatever. So, oh no, but her book I was, was started to say that so she's got a really good book. But one of the things that she said in the book, it was just a tiny little piece, but I remembered it, is just tiny swaps. Like, okay, so maybe, like for me, you know I have a, an iced tea addiction. So mm. I, my iced tea, my perfect iced tea is a quarter sweet, the rest unsweet, extra ice. But I was getting to where it was half sweet, half unsweet, and then sometimes I was like, eh, all sweet's fine. Oh, you animal! But that's so much sugar. So for me, like one of the first steps was just doing unsweet tea and that's it, mm-hmm. you know, and it takes some getting used to. I mean, it's a whole lot better with the sugar, but you know what I mean? Just yeah. tiny swaps. Mm. I got this. Like for me, I could uh, yeah. today for lunch, maybe have a salad instead of a frozen pizza. That's it. And then maybe next week on the salad, it's fat free ranch instead of regular, instead of mm-hmm. extra gloopy buttermilk ranch. I feel like you and I have talked about this too. Maybe it was you that did it, but with soda, like when, the minute you cut out soda, you <sighs> automatically lose several pounds. And I lost belly too. Uh-huh. My, my wife was ticked off because he's like, She's like, you're, you lost belly. She's like, what did you do? She's like, but you don't exercise. I'm like, I just, I don't drink as much soda. I, I kind of cut it out at home. She's like, but what else did you do? I'm like, no, that's it. And she's like, you are the worst. And I'm like, I'm sorry. But it is sometimes just little healthy swaps like that. So I don't know. I just started doing that and I've been really rigid with it. I mean, I, except for, like I said, I, you know, I, I allow myself a cheat meal a week, um, an alcoholic beverage 
with that cheat meal a week plus a dessert. And um, But if there's a special event, I'm not going to not enjoy it, but I'm going to jump back on the next day. So I'm really proud. I have four pounds left until I'm, you know, funny, originally I was going to just do 15 pounds, but now that I see where I am, I do think a 20 pound total loss is okay. where I want to be. Okay. So I've got four pounds left to go. Um, and then we're going to go then, eat pancakes. Well, but we are going to go eat pancakes. And I'm going to, you know, this is where, honestly, this is probably where I do need to talk to someone because I don't know. This is what I don't know. I don't want to go back to eating like I was because that was ridiculous. Right. But I do want to um, add some more things into my diet because I'm a little bored with what I'm eating. Right. But I do like eating healthy, so I just have to find some other healthier things. Maybe maybe to two eat. treat meals a week once you hit your goal, and then maybe because you're losing weight steadily, mm-hmm. so maybe if you treat yourself twice a week, mm-hmm. once during the week and once on the weekend, maybe then that evens out. You, you stay at the weight instead of losing weight once you hit that twenty. Yeah, pounds. I mean, I could even just try that and yeah, see. Doctor Keller here, I'm telling you. I mean, look at you. I'm learning about diets too because my yeah. wife blew me away when we first found out we were pregnant. She blew me away at how. She already knew like all the things that she now can't eat. As a matter of fact, so a couple weeks ago we tour the hospital and the and the and the, the the birthing area where we will be giving birth to our child, and they're showing us the rooms. And these rooms have like little mini fridges in them now. I mean, these rooms are awesome, so right? Nice. I mean, they're huge and they're great. But they she had the mini. And she just saw the mini fridge. Katie's like, yes, and I'm like. Okay, I'm like, yeah, like let's go. And she's like, you know what that means, right? And I'm like, no. And she's like, that means that as soon as I'm done pushing, she's like, you. Take your butt to the store and you go get me a charcuterie board because she can't have the cold cut meats. <laughs> right. She's like, I need a charcuterie board and I need some sushi. That's yeah. what she wants more than anything. She can't have either of those oh, right now because so that's not healthy for the baby or whatever. And she's being so good. She's so good about it, about yeah. just making sure she puts the right things in her body while she's got a baby in there. And but no, she has said she is like she wants to pack it like she wants to have it in the fridge and like a, so we can have it to go like whenever it's time to go we can just put them to go bag and go and I'm like no babe it'll be rotten by then we yeah. have to get it fresh so hopefully yeah because if you're gonna have it you want it to be good <laughs> yeah so I, and I think I literally think she wants it like I, I think ideally. Like, as soon as maybe the first contraction starts and she starts dilating, but it's still going to be a little while before pushing, uh, I think she'll kick me out. I think she'll say, go to Hy-Vee right now, let get me that be, stuff. I can be a runner. Why don't you let me go get it? You tell me, and that way you don't have to leave her side, because wouldn't you die if you were out getting sushi and she delivers the baby? Here's the deal. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think you'd mind being there. To oh, no. It. I'm happy to be a part of I it. I come back with sushi and you're cutting the umbilical cord. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, but it's, I don't know, just overall, I feel better. You know, one of the things that this year, I I really didn't want to make New Year's resolutions because I I don't know, I feel like I always set myself up for failure with those two. But I did, one thing I really just quietly told myself is that I was going to work really hard to get my mental health just where it needed to be. And I feel like I have done that. I am so happy with how I feel mentally, Mm -hmm. but I didn't feel good physically. It was like everything was going well in my head. And, you know, and people have said too, they're like, well, you know, you're on an SSRI, you're on Prozac. So is that, um, do you think that contributed to weight gain? Because some, because some people swear that those pills do contribute okay. to it. I, my personal assessment, I don't think the pill itself caused weight gain. I think the pill made me not care about the fact that I was eating a bagel, then a donut right after, and then some sweet tea. Like, I think I just I do, didn't care as much. I do miss you bringing in donuts on Friday, so no, that was too. nice. And you know what? Maybe we'll get back to that. That'll be one of our treats, you know, once I'm on my maintenance mm-hmm, situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it, it, it just, um, now I feel like the physical part of me is matching up with the mental part of me. <laughs> Next up on the list is my financial health. Mm. Because I looked at my credit card statement the other day and I was like, you know how I said I didn't care about what I was eating? Well, apparently I don't care about what I'm buying either. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm about to bring a newborn into the world, so something tells me my financial health is about to take a massive hit. I'm sorry, it already has started. Oh, for sure, and it's a girl. And not to mention oh. this, not to mention the freaking insane bill that's coming in now because of this. The the we got mold in our house and like uh, moisture in the walls and things like that. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. We'll dive into that in another episode, another time. Um, we, we talked about dieting and, and food also because not too long ago we got the chance to have a conversation with Ingrid Andrus, who is a uh, she's got a couple songs on Q104 you've probably heard of, and um, she'll be in town with Keith Urban next month at T-Mobile Center. Uh, we talked to her and. I don't know how this happened. We had a huge conversation about potato chips. We totally did. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Morning Drive in Kansas City, Ingrid Andrews. Hey! Ooh, it's me. <laughs> You're going on tour with Keith Urban, girl. How fun is that? So fun. Yeah, I just got back from uh, a weekend of doing shows, so I'm not quite as morning as I normally am. But okay. that's um, good. You're traveling the country in your tour bus, and uh, I was just reading a little article about you and says that if you peek inside, you're a minimalist, and all you need is potato chips and tequila. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is true. And maybe like a deck of cards, you know, okay. whenever yeah, I'm just bored. for some form of entertainment. Yeah, for sure. I'd, I'd like to get more specific on that because... Because we're nosy. Um, like, I'd like to know, like, brand style. Like, do we like barbecue chips, sour cream, and onion? Also, what brand of tequila? Like, I'd really like to dive into this. Yeah, for sure. Um, I like really greasy potato chips. Good so, I love kettle kettle brand. Yes. Like, the kettle cooked. Um, I used to be, I was a salt and vinegar girl last year, but then I ate so many of them, I got sick of them. So, I need a break. So, now I'm... A backyard barbecue or just regular sea salt kind sure. of gal. I feel so connected to you right now. We we chip the same. <laughs> That's good. And oh, you all have do? fun because something about vinegar on potato chips sounds gross to me. You do you. I'm not judging. That's just, I'm just being honest. <laughs> well, have you, have you tried it before? I mean, don't knock it till you try yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. And you know what? I haven't tried it. Aha. Uh-huh. There you have it. Now, I heard in the way of tequila, you like the Lone River Ranch water. Oh, yeah. That stuff is great. It's like a seltzer. Um... It's delicious. Really, any form of Blanco tequila is is lovely, um, but I I can't do Jose Cuervo anymore. It gives me a headache. Can't do the Cuervo. <laughs> yeah, I awesome. can't do the Cuervo. I'm not in college. College yeah. Cuervo. Hey, how how did you react when you when you heard? Because you know you're going to be here. Actually, you're going to be in town with us not too long from now. September 29th, you'll be here with Keith Urban, and then added to that string of shows is uh, Tyler Hubbard from FGL just got added. What was your reaction when you realized that he was coming out with you? Um, I <laughs> I actually was confused because I was like, well, where's the other half? I was like, is it just him? <laughs> I didn't realize that they had split up, so it was awkward. Because I was just like. <laughs> I love I the honesty like, with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was just like, where's BK? I was like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, totally great. So I'm I'm now up to speed on, you know, what's happening, and I don't live under a rock anymore. That's too funny. Well, we're excited to see you. Um, that should be a really fun night. Good concert, all three of you. It's going to be great. Yes, I'm very excited. It's honestly been so great so far, and Keith is is truly a legend, and I'm really lucky I get to learn from him. Okay, and you have a new album coming out. Is it just in a few weeks, right? Yes! Good Person comes out August 26th, and I cannot wait for people to hear it, because I 
co-produced it and wrote everything on it and it's I'm I'm very proud of it and I'm hoping people can hear their stories in the songs. Awesome. I just congratulations on all your success. You've got almost a billion streams, Grammys, CMAs, ACMs. It's the same letters just mixed around, but it's still cool <laughs> to get all those awards no matter which one. And now you're out touring with Keith Urban. What a life for you. I, I I'm just we're just so grateful. We uh, we got a chance to meet you in Nashville last year with Charlotte McCoy's thing and it's just cool to see you uh, to see you continue to succeed. So keep it up. Yes, thank you. I will do my best. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Ingrid Andrews. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll see you soon, Ingrid. Okay, thank you, guys. So the name of this podcast is Life Changes. Um, and, and, and you think about, we just talked about diet and how you've changed your ability to think about dieting. But I'm just, it's, it's hard not to think about the big life change. Matter of fact, as we are recording this episode, I am one month and one day mm. away from the due date of baby girl. Talk about life change. I mean, you are now down to just a few weeks away. It's so insane. I mean, I'm sure Katie feels like she's been pregnant for a thousand years because it's at, toward the end, it just feels like that. She is done. But I swear in my mind, this whole thing has just gone so fast for you guys. It's And it's crazy to talk to like, even our parents, so our parents, for example, they all live out of, my parents live in St. Louis, her parents live in Chicago. They've only seen her a couple times mm-hmm. in pregnancy. So like when they came down for our respective baby showers, like they see her belly and how much has changed over the last month. And they're like, oh! God, I cannot, I cannot wait <laughs> to see how the new grandparents, to see them interact with her for the first time. Just like yeah. I'm sure Katie can't wait, you probably can't wait, I know like, and my parents can't wait to see how I look into her eyes for the first time and that change that I that everyone says hits and I know it'll hit, I, I know. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you all can't wait to see that. Yeah. I cannot wait to see my parents and I can't wait to see Katie's parents and how they react and how they look at her for the first time. I am here for it. It's so trippy. I mean, all of a sudden, there's just this new person that you're responsible for forever, and it's just it's just weird. I mean, it's it's really magical. And, and this is the first significant change in life for me, um, and I've had significant, this will be the most significant, I'm not gonna discount that, of course it is, but I'm thinking like, even like from when I went to engaged to married mm-hmm. wasn't as big of a move like it was just okay we're doing the same thing now we just got rings on our finger even though we don't even wear our rings rarely so <laughs> i know uh I mean, yeah same. you're right there with me we don't we just don't um but it got to me thinking i'm like i'm like this is gonna be like the biggest life changer when is the last time i had like such a significant life change and honestly you know what it was less than three years ago and it was it was you, my friend. Well, think about it. Like, because yeah. three years, almost three years ago now, we made a pretty huge change. I had some, you know, old coworkers who all decided to quit on me at the same time. Didn't bother telling me. Thanks a lot for that, guys. Um, and and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, my whole world is completely. Like, what are we gonna do? We don't have a plan. And also at the same time, Katie and I are in the process of buying our first house. And then we're, we, we didn't even know we were four months away from COVID starting. This is all Thanksgiving week of 2019. But seriously, November 2019, I'll never forget it because within that month, actually within a two-week stretch of that month, um, you came over to Q104. Yep. Uh, we started a brand new morning show in a brand new studio. Remember? We, <laughs> we moved. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we literally, we physically moved into a new studio um, and I bought my house. Yeah. So like it, it was a, in two weeks. It was. It, it felt like a brand new job in a brand new space with a brand new co-host and I'm going home to a brand new house. It was. It was crazy. But I'm. I'm so 
I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for those changes happening because, I mean, talk about like how great my life is now. No, I completely relate to that. And from my perspective, you know, I was doing my thing down the hall at Mix and it was fine. Like, don't get me wrong. I love what I do. I mean, we, we love this job, but I was truly bored with the actual show that I was doing. You've you know, done the same show for 15 years. Yeah, and doing a show by yourself is just a completely different animal. Um, again, fun. And the hours were great as a mom for that chunk of my life. It was it was honestly perfect. It was a blessing to have that schedule and every everything like that. But um, I really, I, I mean, mornings is where I always wanted to be again. And, um, you know, just... I didn't think I was going to have the chance in this market because that's the thing about Kansas City is people don't really move around. You know, mm-hmm. people get their slot and they fill it up and that's that's it. They that's, don't move around. You know, behind the scenes, honestly, that's one of our biggest challenges that we're facing in in Kansas City <laughs> yeah. going up against other. Because, you know, at the end of the day, like it's all respect for all the other radio DJs oh, in town sure. who do their thing. Like we all you know, get, get, have a really cool job and we all know that, but it is a business. Mm-hmm. It is a competition to, to hopefully, you know, we, we need to somehow convince you that we are worth listening to more than any other radio show in the market. That's our goal. And we compete against not only these other shows, we compete. You have the option to turn on Spotify in the morning, right? And we have to convince you that we're more entertaining than that. And, and it's, it's, it's a tough game. Um, where was I going with that? I totally just um, had a, hmm. I don't, oh, but I'm saying you you had brought up how uh, everyone in Kansas City said it, oh, it, stays it's, in the market. Yeah, it's been, it has been challenging for us as a newer show. We're less than three years old, going up against the, these these shows that have been in the market for 25, 30 years. Lydia is a great example too. Lydia, our afternoon gal in Q104, she um, came in second place for like um, I think best radio show. Yeah. and Lydia. Uh, she lost. She came in second place. It was to Johnny Dare. Yeah, I over mean, on the Rock. That's and incredible. Like, Johnny's been on the air here longer than Lydia's been on the planet. Wow. Like, like, no, it's seriously, just, it's crazy yeah. to think about. But I, I think it's one of those things. Um, and, and I can't speak for anybody else's life circumstances, but I think change is a good thing. And I think in my life, it was a complete career rejuvenation. And mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder. And I know the com- believe me, I know the comfort factor, the comfort zone. But sometimes I wonder if people. You know, I'll use other radio person uh, personalities as an example, mm-hmm. but like aren't challenging themselves because they are just comfortable. We all get comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what it is in life, in a relationship, whatever. But sometimes just taking that leap and taking that step, it can be a complete rejuvenation. Like I feel, I don't even. I it's so weird. I moved down the hall, and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a completely different mm-hmm. company. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just bizarre. It's and, and and it can be so scary. I can think of another example of people just making this abrupt decision to change their life. Was my mom? I remember, if I remember correctly, this was Mother's Day, almost ten years ago, um, and I just called. I was living. No, this is longer than that. Anyway, I was I was in Illinois. I was 250 mm-hmm. miles away. I lived in Illinois at the time, and I just I called my mom to wish her a happy Mother's Day. It was I remember it was Mother's Day Sunday, and so I just called her. I said, "Hey, mom. Hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, happy Mother's Day. Did you get my gift?" And she's like, "No. Did you send one?" And I'm like, "Yeah, probably not. But let me work on that. I was I'm really bad about sending right. gifts. So <laughs> thank God for my wife, right? Because she like really helps me. She's on it. Keep that organized. She's not on. She tells me if you don't send this today, you, you're gonna get yelled at by your mom. And I'm like, "Yes, thank you, dear. Okay, there we go. So. Um, anyway, but I called her, hey, happy Mother's Day, uh, you know, big plans for the day. And she told me out of the clear blue sky, she's like, well, I'm, I'm divorcing your stepdad. <gasps> and I'm like, what? Whoa. And she was just, she was genuinely at a point in her life where she was, it was fine. She was comfortable, but she wasn't love anymore. Mm-hmm. She wasn't, you know, um, I, unhappy is the wrong word. 
but not as fulfilled as you should be with the person you're married to. What I see the older I get is just, man, you get one shot at this life. So my mom, she had been married to, to him for 20 years. And she just, and I, I love that she did this. She just had the the courage to say, she had seen, I think she was out with some girlfriends and one of her other girlfriends were talking about the husband that she was married to for 20 years and how she just wasn't into it anymore. But she's probably just going to ride it out because like, what am I going to do, divorce him now? Mm-hmm. And I guess that hit my mom like, you know what? Yeah, you only have one life and, and, and we only mom's 61 now so she, or, or some, somewhere around Whatever, there. you're not getting any younger. Yeah, you only got so much mm-hmm. life left. You know, why would you, why would you not make it as good for yourself as you possibly can? And she took that leap. Same with my dad. When my dad, when he he, after he turned 60, lived in St. Louis his whole life. Uh, and him and his wife at the time had a, had a just kind of a, a, a decision one day where they're like, they had just went and visited some family down in Florida in the panhandle of Florida. And they were just like, man, it'd be great to like actually live down there. And they did it. Because why not? You it know, if there's awesome. nothing holding them. Yeah. I mean, I just think that change is a scary thing. I, you know, and coming over here, it was, it was terrifying because it's like, oh, my gosh, I have a really good thing going where mm-hmm. I was. I mean, but it was just complacency. And I feel like it was such a rejuvenation. So it brings us to uh, we got to talk to Tyler Hubbard this week. So he's half of FGL. And, and think um, about Florida Georgia line geez. over the last decade. Huge. Think about the shows they've sold out. They have their own bar on the strip in Nashville. Somebody said it best. I think it was I forget who I was talking about. Somebody said they have. um I know we're on the podcast, we can say whatever we want, but I'm going to censor myself, but they have F.U. money. Yeah, right. They can do whatever. whatever. They can tell anybody to do whatever they want Uh because they're like they have they have money. They have so much money set for the rest of their lives. And then so Tyler Hubbard. And now after 10 years, you know, Cruise is a 10 year old song, which is crazy that that's 10 years old. But they they decided to go and do solo careers. And um Sometimes I think that is such a terrible idea. You know, it's like you've got such a good thing going. Why in the world would you rock the boat? But again, rock the boat. You know, you never know what change can bring. I got to tell you, for as far as a duo going to a solo artist, Tyler Hubbard has impressed me more than I think anyone. His songs that he is putting out are straight up hit bangers. They are so good. You hear Five Foot Nine on Q104. You hear that all the time. Uh, The song that we're obsessed with Mm. that he's put out is called Way Home. And the the main part of that song, it says, uh, I I just... I, I, he's like he's like I'm and he's got a life metaphor where he's in the passenger seat. Jesus is driving, and he's like I just sit in the seat in the car with Jesus because I know He knows the way home. It's, and it's so like, beautifully written and it just the most pretty. I don't know. It's just the prettiest song. But he his new album is coming out in January, and I can't wait to hear all of it. But what I have heard so far, just incredible. So I think this solo career is working out pretty well for him. Yeah, and he'll be here with Keith Urban as well, uh, September 29th at T-Mobile Center. If you missed it on the radio, this was our conversation with Tyler. Hey, good morning. There he is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Morning Drive, Tyler Hubbard. Yeah. Here we go. What's up? How are you? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for chatting this morning. Um, We're real excited to talk to you about a whole bunch of things, but one of the things right off the bat I just want to get to, are you having the time of your life? Has this been like a career rejuvenation? Just you've been doing something as a duo for so long and then to do this by yourself to make whatever choices you want to make because it's yours to make, you know, is that great for you right now? Are you loving it? I am loving it. It feels really good. It's been really exciting and Honestly, it was so unexpected that I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm in a great headspace and having so much fun with it. And uh, to, to be able to have my individuality and, and you know, tell my story and my songs um, is something I think I needed. It's something BK needed and wanted and something that um, 
ultimately is is necessary for 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 our, for our sales and for the fans. So yeah, we're in a great headspace. I'm so excited, excited to be putting out this new music. Excited to be on jumping on tour with Keith and Ingrid so it's uh it's just an awesome time right now yeah we're lucky enough to get a piece of that in Kansas City it'll yeah. be September 29th Ooh. Keith Urban oh. you and Ingrid will be here can't wait to uh to, to watch that show is it true because I've heard this story but I haven't heard it from you and I don't believe it unless I hear it from the source that you wrote this awesome song climbing up the charts five foot nine asked your wife how she liked it and she then confirmed that she is not five foot nine <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Oh, oh no, no. Tyler! She was a good sport about it. She was easy on me, but she's like, you know I'm 5'10", right? And I was like, oh, well, not anymore, honey. I'm sorry, you're 5'9". <laughs> not you're 5'9", now. No, I have to tell you, the first time we heard that song, we were in studio together, and we both just freaked out. I mean, it is, oh. it's an instant favorite song. It's, instant. It's cool because we reckon, like, we know your voice, from the FGL. Yeah, of course. Right. But it's different than FGL. Yes. It, it's it's fun to listen to, man. Oh, well, that means a lot. Thank y'all for saying that. It's uh, I'm super excited about it. The uh, reception's been amazing, and it just feels so good. So thank y'all for all the support, and um, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep them coming if y'all keep playing them. So thank you very much. That's the plan. And by the way, this isn't even like a, a like a, a radio release or whatever. But you put out the song "Way Home" as well. Stop it! I know. I played that for Jen when you when uh. he put that out. You were on vacation, Jenny, so I had to wait till you came back. And I said, "Have you heard that new Tyler Hubbard, Way Home?" Like I didn't realize you. You're you're a very spiritual man. And I don't think a lot of people maybe knew that about you. Oh yeah, that's you know that's a big part of my life and. Uh, you know my my childhood and even now you know it's my faith is a huge part of my life so it's it's woven within most of my songs in some form or fashion but uh way home is just a special song for sure and one that i wanted to get out sooner than later and just uh you know, start to tell my story. So it's, uh, it's and that's a, that song is an important piece of doing that. So. Well, we can't wait to hear everything on the new album, and um, we we're just so excited. I mean, God, like we're just putting out amazing music, and we are really here for it. So yay, oh, yay, lucky us. Thank y'all. <laughs> I can't tell you how much that means. So thank you very much. The, the date of the EP when we can get a couple of new songs from you is August nineteenth. The full album, January twenty twenty three. Right. That's right. That's right. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, we're here I, for it. I can't wait for it. I Ladies know. and gentlemen, thank you so much, Tyler. We cannot wait to see you September 29th at T-Mobile Center, downtown Kansas City. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler Hubbard. Yeah. Thanks for chatting. Looking forward to hanging out. We'll see you real soon.